I'm Dylan Moore. And I'm Russell Merritt Bovell. And this is Campus Conversations. And we look forward to hearing from you. I'm Dylan Moore, and with me, Russell, and we're here till 2 o'clock today. You got it. Thanks for having me back, my friend, and hello to everyone out there. So it's a very special day today. It's, uh, you know, we're live from Mohawk College, and it's orientation day. Yes, and we just we just came from a meeting with some of our up-and-coming superstars, some of our first-year students. We had a little pep talk with them, and they may be joining us. We're not sure. They may join us throughout the hour. The possibility is there. I know for Open House, I've seen some familiar faces when I was here doing the same thing. Some people came on and touched on the mic for a little bit, and uh, which is pretty cool i know what during our orientation we didn't really have that opportunity i would have i i would have jumped all over that i think i would have loved the opportunity to get on the microphone completely terrified on my first day not even my first day the day before my first day. yeah that's right this is this isn't even really the first day it's just an introductory to the course itself and it's uh you know this is a big week these kids are going back to school you're going back to work after a long weekend also i mean this is kind of it's 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 bittersweet because this is the last show you and I are going to be doing this summer. However, starting is it still summer? I maybe I, I don't know. I'm not September. Good, I always cut it off there. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> the the summer shows that we got to put on. This will be our this will be our last opportunity before we have to get back to our studies. However, you will be able to catch both of us on IgniteRadio.ca throughout the year. That's right. And perhaps on here as well. We're not entirely sure how it's going to play out, but we will keep you in the loop. That 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 is it, and um, it's a lot of fun doing these. They like almost like amateur show. Anything goes on the well, hawk, right? When we any, bring on the students, maybe not anything, but no, yeah, that's true. Good call. <laughs> that could get that could that could that could leave that wide open and get a little tricky. Get a bit, get get a bit squirrely here. Well, we're gonna come back, and I think it's almost fitting that Russell, you're a, an, a little bit older. That you, we're gonna talk about your journey into school for sure. Sounds awesome. great. I'm Dylan Moore, joined with Russell. Uh, Russell Merritt Bovell here. How are you, sir? The the trifecta of a name. That's right. Amazing. Um, So here we are, orientation day, a lot of students coming in, and with, I guess, college in general, all different ages coming in, lots right out of high school, but many like yourself. Yeah, coming back for the second time, my second college experience with about 20 years in between the two, or almost anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I like I like our theme for today, sort of welcoming all of our new first year students. I remember, very student centric. Yeah. yeah, and I remember what that was like coming back for the first time. And I was pretty cocky when I first came back because I had been to school before and realized just how ele- out of my element I was. So it was sure. really it was really nice uh, uh, us getting a chance to chat with um, some of the first years that are that are just getting started a little earlier before the show. That's right. Uh, me personally, I I spent the first well the better part of 22 years in the hospitality industry. I don't think there's a job in that industry that I haven't done. So waiter, bartending, chef. I, yeah, I, I started in the fr- in front of house washing dishes at the tender age of 13 or 14, and worked my way up all the way through the kitchen, and then. After going to school uh, for food and beverage, which was my first college experience, cool. is when I was uh, introduced to the front of house, which is where I should have been all along, being, right. being the chatty Kathy that I am. <laughs> Hence my segue into this second career. I, I, I mean, I, at pushing 40, I, I, um, I, I felt that I wanted and needed to make a change. And I, and I was thinking of wanting to be involved in media in some way, shape, or form. Um, 
you know, I, I looked at film school, but it's astronomically expensive. Um, you know, but playing in a, in a band for as many years, several bands for as many years as I did, it felt like terrestrial radio was was the way to go. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at all the other mediums too, television and 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 filmmaking and music, all of them are continuously evolving and changing. Whereas, terrestrial radio, I mean. It, it, it is in its the own for, way. Well, the format's changing, and some of the software is a little more approachable and that sort of thing. But generally, the, the radio's not, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere, but it is changing. You hear it all the time. People are saying, radio's a dying industry, when really it's in transition. Ten years from now, who knows where it's going to be? I, I genuinely believe it's a thriving industry. Um, it, it, there's the common misconception that it's that it's. I, I going the way of the magazine, sort of, if you will. Yeah. But I, I disagree. And um, I, obviously, the, like I, like we said, the formats are changing. There are there are people have more selection with podcasting and that and that sort of podcasting. And, you got things like Spotify to compete with. But what I love about radio is it's 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 purely audible, right? It's only for your ears. Like so, if you're working, theater of the mind, theater my of the mind, it's perfect, right? It can yeah. distract you. Whereas you know, TV, kind of got to watch it. Right? But yeah. you're doing chores at home. If I'm mowing the lawn, you bet I'm listening to something, right? Radio well, you, or podcasting. 101.5 right? The Hawk. And there it is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What else could you listen to? There's nothing else out there. Yeah. So you're in your 30s. You think you're deciding you need to change, right? Yeah, let's just clear that up. I'm in my very late 30s. I got I got another. So old. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey. Uh, with age comes wisdom, my friend. Fair enough. I'm gonna soak up. I'm gonna soak up the next eleven months of my thirties. That's for sure. <laughs> Very cool. So, but why? Yeah, why? So radio. It's just. Is that something that's just always been a part of your life? Yeah, I, I was. I, I was raised on CBC. Um, uh, my my better half, who I think is listening at the moment. Uh, hi, Beth. <laughs> and I had to put that out there. Oh, and Katie. Um, she likes to call it old man radio. I disagree. I just, I'm a big talk radio guy. I don't, yeah, you know, okay. I mean, I, I, I love listening to music on the radio, but as a more of a uh, counterculture punk rock kid, there isn't as much program for, for, for my uh, preferred for tastes, for, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, so, but so yeah, you're no. here to put that content out there. I have some ideas and a few sticks in the fire for oh, sure. Very, very cool. Awesome yeah. stuff. So now you're into radio. Any thoughts? How's school like this time compared to 20 years ago? Well, I know it's different courses, but yeah, no, but it's all I, 20 years ago. I was um, how do I put this gently? I, I was an idiot. I, I <laughs> you know, I, I, I just I wasn't committed. I didn't have the same level of commitment that I do now. So um, I, the first time I went was was to it was a necessary sort of next step whereas here i'm actually actively looking to develop a a new skill and it's been i mean with our teaching staff here and with all the all the people in the program it's been very easy to do that they're the Um, best right yeah they they really are it's challenging but they they, but without the support of everybody we have here it would be a it would be a lot more work yeah it's awesome so very cool thanks for sharing your story we're going to touch more on that and we're actually joining the studio right now with eric Hey, everybody. How's I just threw you right in the fire. I'm sorry for that. But uh, another, um, how, how old are you? You're in your 30s as well. I'm 35. Okay, so you've, you're coming back to radio as well. And um, I think it's only fitting that you share your little story after the break. We'll come back in about a couple minutes, let's just say. You'll hear all about it. I'm Dylan Moore with Russell Merritt-Bovell. And Eric, what's, what's your radio persona? Uh, I, I go by the, the Conjurer of No. It's also my music that is persona. 
That is a very interesting radio persona. Cryptic. <laughs> I sort of I like that. It's mysterious. It came to me in a dream. Where <laughs> oh, let's hear that. That's let's even more this. mysterious. I I was fighting this alien that was like a giant spider, and it, it looked like uh, a character out of the Diablo series, and it had the head of an old man, and he kept casting spells, and I kept negating them by saying no, and then he called me the Conjurer of No, and then I woke up. I I genuinely love that story, and I have a lot of crazy, weird dreams like that. My my better half loves to ridicule my love of science fiction, and that's why I have those dreams. But I love that. That's great. So I have to. How did you get into radio? Was it a dream? It wasn't a dream. <laughs> um, when I was 26, I started pursuing uh, music as a hobby, like electronic music, and I wanted to create like an online YouTube channel with my music. So um, it that turned into a SoundCloud account. And what I did is I started making videos this summer on YouTube just about stuff that I'm interested in. Um, and I think the this program that I'm in, the radio broadcasting, it's going to help me uh, promote myself more. And it's going to further my development of things like editing and production and that sort of thing. And also it's a whole other dimension than just rather than just making something that's recorded. It's what I'm doing now, speaking to a live audience. And I think that's right. that's, that's a really useful skill if I ever, you know, got really big and had to do a concert or a, a seminar or something like that. Radio is great and it's almost like it's not just radio. It's more of like all audio, everything encompassing audio, right? Yeah. For the I, most part. I would agree with you on that. And I, yeah, I mean. It's more radio focused, but. Yeah. yeah. And well, and also, you know, you get to spend time with people like us. Yeah. And <laughs> I get I get called rude names like no one, no one else calls me that. All of my other friends are very respectful. I'm not saying you guys do it, but one guy in our class loves to call me a certain word and it just threw me off today and... Now I'm doing something here on the radio. So it's, it's a great day so far. Very cryptic message. I'm <laughs> trying we, to figure it out. We, the two of us are very much looking forward to hearing said word after, of course, we're off the air. That's right. We'll have to do that. So we're going to leave you with some music, but we will be back. And as you can hear right now, we have some Conjurer of No with Yellow Ghost, some of your music right now. That's what it is. Very interesting stuff. It's, it's exactly what I expect. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, guys. So we'll, we'll be back with you in, in a little bit now. My name is Mr. Russell Merritt-Bovell, and I am here with Dylan Moore. That's right. And uh, this is completing our trilogy of shows before we get back into our academics. And seeing as the theme today has been going back to school. For the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's going back to school. Why the kids, yeah. We, I, I've had an opportunity to explain a little bit of my past. Why don't you tell us a little bit of what you led us into this uh, current career of yours? Then we're going to start seeing like almost overlapping thoughts when it comes to coming back to school. Or themes. Themes, yeah. So I'm 27, so it's not like... I felt like this is the part I'm at the age where in a few years I might be, it's start time to settle down you know what I mean like sure. you, you just people people my age are getting married they're having kids you know it's like okay now I need to really focus where I want my career path to go I was working uh, construction for like seven years and it was it was good enough money at least but it was just long days and um, 
you know, it's good. I mean, it's good hard work and it's good honest work. But I think someone like yourself maybe wanted something a little more stimulating as far as um, being able, you know, to have discussions on the air and and yeah. And it's it's uh, it wasn't a bad job. It's just I didn't entirely enjoy the work and people. Not everyone has the opportunity to enjoy their work, but I wanted to at least try to get into a field that I might enjoy a little bit more. And, um, you know, I kind of grew up on the radio. I remember being a kid and doing faux radio shows with my brother and some friends on a karaoke machine. And I was like, you know what? Let's try you, you, radio. Sorry, let me just jump back to that for a second. You did pretend radio shows when you were a kid? Yeah, on a karaoke machine. That's exceptional. We would put the CD in, and I had a little tape cassette that we would record on. We'd have the two microphones, and we would be... Uh, um, what did I, I call myself DJ Dylan D after DJ Danny D from Z103. That's clever. Yeah, well, I was I was in like grade five and stuff, uh, and that was the station I was listening to a lot. Picking up a little bit of my sarcasm there. I mean, <laughs> no, I, no, I think that's a wonderful story. I, I really, really hope there's an old, dusty photo album kicking around with you DJing. I'm trying to find it, because I used to get friends from school, and back when you used to call people on a home phone, I would get them to call in and be like, requesting songs but I'm like you have to choose from this CD it's the only CDs I have so you know I was doing that anyways it just seemed like radio was fitting but it actually wasn't my first choice I put social work as my first choice and then once I got accepted to both I thought about it. I was like I don't think I could do social work that's a hard job it's a very hard job and I just don't think I have the mentality for it yeah, um, I, if, if you're asking, I mean, personally, I, having gotten to know you, I think you would have done just fine. Uh, it's a job you really can't take that home, that work home with you, yeah. right? That can really do some. Whereas that's the opposite of this job, because yeah, we live it 24-7. It seems that way. So, you know, I'm back in it, and so far, so good. This is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, and uh, yeah, it's been a good choice, and we're going into our second year. So Starting tomorrow. We'll see how that goes, but you know, yeah, as Russell, you mentioned before, we're doing, it's the kind of the theme, orientation day, kids are going back to school, you're going back to work after a long day, but a lot of people decide to do these career changes later on in life, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but if you have that story, let us know, give us a call in to 905-575-2101. We would be very, very interested to hear anyone's, even if it is your first time going to college and sure. experiencing that for the first time, but also... Uh, reinventing yourself and maybe trying something completely new. Yeah, and whether it failed or whether it worked, yeah, there's a story behind it, right? Is today a perfect day to disappear? I, I it's orientation day, so definitely not. I'm Dylan Moore on 101.5 The Hawk with Russell Mayer Pavel and our guest Jason Beharial. Beharial, there it is. I was not even going to attempt that. <laughs> so you're here uh, going into your first year. Yes. Welcome, by the way. Thank you very much. And you're, like Russell, a bit older. You're 39, you were saying? Yes. We are kindred spirits, my friend. <laughs> I feel you. so young. <laughs> Basking in it. <laughs> in the wisdom, as you had mentioned earlier. I have plenty of stories, don't worry. Uh, wonderful. That's, yeah. you know what, that, that's what radio is good for, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> so, what made you want to come back, uh, being, you know, an older gentleman like yourself? Um, you could say mature student. Mature student. Mature student yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I don't want to well, offend anyone. <laughs> I, lived in, um, I lived in Toronto for about 10 years, and then I moved back to Sault Ste. Marie, got really bored there, <laughs> and uh, decided to apply for Ontario colleges. And my cousin lives here, so I thought, why not go here? And I like to give advice. I like to gab. And, Perfect. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm hoping to uh, maybe get some sort of advice show or 
and then break into a variety show maybe like I want to bring back the uh, the old uh, radio soap opera oh yeah I old love time it. radio ten, ten minute, yeah ten minutes ten minute segment of like theater of the mind drama and, yeah drama in ten minutes yeah yes, we love that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. And uh, so it's your, it's the first day of orientation. You want to get into talk radio. Like, has radio, how, how, what is radio to you? Like, what is, is it, was it a big part of your life growing up? Uh, oh, yeah. I'd always listen to uh, the radio when I was ever in the car with my father or mother. And um, I always liked listening to music. And, uh I mean, some of the commercials were kind of annoying, but yeah, <laughs> tends to happen, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that's I, the best thing. Is necessity, right? Yeah. Now you can come in, turn those annoying commercials into a more <laughs> fun commercial. Yeah, exactly. And you're gonna get the chance to create your own commercials well, this year. That's what I, yeah. I, last year I took a little course on um, um, English media, so we touched on the radio aspect. So I had to write my own commercial. Oh, cool. And yeah, I did this whole like fake commercial about Casada. It's like a new ice cream, and then oh. I did the voice of the mother, and oh gosh, you guys are so hot out here, aren't you? <laughs> and then, the, and then uh, oh yeah, here, have some casada. We got a the voice fridge? actor. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say now, now there's now Dylan and I and anyone listening in the program, we are gonna know who to go lean on for some voice acting work. <laughs> That's some good stuff. So it's probably gonna be. It, I I hope it's a fun year for you. It was for us at least. Yep, good. wonderful. Good, good. And we're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to. Let us know how it goes, right? You can. That's Definitely. the best thing. You can like as a student, you can come right on, do your own radio show, and it's. I you know when, when I first came, I didn't think we could do that. And we're we're very much a big family around here, so I mean you'll you'll see that almost immediately when we get started. How everybody uh, leans on everybody. Yeah, some great that's stuff. That's great. So thank you, Jason, for coming on. Thanks for sharing the story. Thanks Su- for having me. Super on. interesting. Uh, here I am with uh, with Russell Merritt Bavel. Yes, we are going into hour two of our orientation special. I guess. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, first day of school special. Yeah, back, first day back of school, to school special. Back, the back to school. That's uh, perfectly fitting because the kids are going back to school. College students are going back to school. You're going back to work. Unfortunately, after the long weekend, it's always tough. That's yeah. always a tough one to do. So we've been having we've talked about why we came back to school. We've uh, brought in a first year student who That's right. told his story, and um, we got some more guests coming up in the next hour. We have the uh, the new uh, manager of the station, which is very exciting. Very exciting to have Brian Webb, who is also in the band The Constantine, which you just told me, and I had no idea. So big fan, it sounds like. Well, I, I mean, I I I I. I, I not a uh, like an avid listener, but when they come, I have I, like I don't. How am I saying? You, the you way is it? I, I don't. I don't listen to them all the time, but I, I. But I think they're a great band, incredibly talented, which is a very cool. And he's going to be hopefully being being able to come on to the station sometime in the next hour to talk about him getting into radio, maybe his history with music and the band itself. Well, yeah, and how he made his transition to here with us at Mohawk College. Yeah, and it's 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 really cool, and it does seem like a lot of. If you're into music, and I don't mean just listening to music, you have a lot of that, but if you're into bands, if you're in your own band or creating your own music, radio and uh, self-made music, I guess, um, they intertwine greatly, right? Yeah, and I, and I think, too, when you are a musician, you you approach music a little bit differently. Um, like, for example, the years that I spent playing in a band, I know that every time uh, our old drummer, for example, 
messages me and says, have you heard the new so-and-so? I know that he listened to the album, but it was primarily he was just listening to the drums. Yeah. No, so it, yeah. It, it takes like three listens before he hears the whole song because <laughs> he's a drummer and that's what... So you, you sort of you experience um, new music differently depending on... Um, and, and I think that also applies to radio, the way we hear... The way I used to hear radio before I started this program and before I spent any time in the studio, it, it, I, I now have a, a, a deeper appreciation, but I also sort of, I hear things for the first time differently than I used to. Yeah, that's right. And it's it's, it's really cool. And I loved how you touched on if you, if you did even dabbled in an instrument and you like hone in on that when it comes to music. Very much so. And if you're in a band itself, then you hone into, you know, like up and coming Canadian artists, right? Yeah, yeah. With Brian Webb being the Constantines, he's he's definitely really um, looking forward to push, you know, small bands that are like just coming out, up trying and to coming ind independent Canadian talent. It's got to be hard these days. It's uh, I, I've I've never been in a band myself, but. It's like the old story of being recognized at, at a bar. You're playing, you know, at your local bar, and then there's someone there, and he's like, "You got, you got to listen to this." And then they, you blow up from that with that it's, one person hearing. I mean, it's even better when you're in a not in your local bar. Well, I mean, it's, if you're, it's different and now. Someone recognizes. It's different now because like people get recognized on YouTube. That's true. Right. When back in my day, we did not have the digital platform that we do now. Not it's, even remotely close. And, and it, it's tough. It was. Uh, I'm. I'm sure having that access to all of those digital, all that digital, sort of assistance, if you will, is a, a great advantage. But it can be a hindrance as well because anybody. It, it makes it a little more difficult to sift through. I don't want to say it's oversaturated, but it it's kind, a sea. It, it sort of is. But but back in the day, you really um, it, it, your your work ethic and your and your natural ability and your songwriting ability those are what would seal the deal. Now it so there is more access to promote your music, but that just means there's a lot more music out there that maybe is a little subpar that you need to wade through the muddy waters before you find that nice crystal beach. It's, it, it, it's a tough industry these days, so it's going to be really cool to hear some insight about how it was now and maybe, or how it was back then versus maybe how it is now. So we'll definitely stay tuned because we're going to be coming up with him in the next, within the next hour at least. Right now, it's Dylan Moore, joined with Russell Merritt-Bovell. Yes, we are. And special guests, that's right, plural, Alex Aberdeen and Colin Sterling. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's going on, my Welcome. Dudes? Yeah, welcome to a few of our fellow second-year, I don't know what, comrades? Brethren. Brethren. Brethren, there yeah. we go. Well, I like that. second-year students here. And so we we got through the first year together. Yeah. Yay. And we've had a few guests on. A lot of them were a little bit older, but you guys are fresh out of high school, isn't it? Well, yes. not at this point, but during your first year. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for the yeah. most part. So, and, and this is what I'm interested in, is in a world where music's at the tip of your fingertips with YouTube, Spotify, all the streaming services, and then you have podcasts as well as another venue of audio entertainment, what made you guys interested in radio as being uh, younger students? Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Ladies first. Ladies first. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, ever since I was 12, it's just I've been captivated by the behind the scenes of radio. And it's just been something I've always been passionate about. And it's personally, I felt that it was the only way I really could give back to the music community because I am just such a in love with music. And I'm not really musically gifted personally, but I feel this was my 
way to help it out. But getting to know you over the last year, you do have a really um, a, a very good understanding of the music industry, uh, yeah. which will play very well into you know moving forward with this career. It's why you have like coaches in sports that aren't yeah. really yeah. players, yeah. right? Yes. Or yeah. announcers, which is probably more of what you're doing, right? Da 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 da. <laughs> TSN Alex. There it is. Um, so it started back in grade ten. Uh, I got a work spare, which I really didn't like um, because I never had any schoolwork to catch up on. So I'm like, I want something to do because I'll just sit there playing Candy Crush on my phone all the time. <laughs> Um, so the only class that was offered was a uh, communications class at the time. So I'm like, I'll do that. Got into editing via that way. And next thing I know, I'm in love with radio and did a placement at a radio station. Now I'm here. <laughs> that's that's very cool. Um, yeah, because it's always an interesting field, whereas like, like radio, it's, it's, it's evolving over the years. The golden oh, yeah. age of radio mm -hmm, that people sure. like to point at was decades ago, right? Oh, yeah. See, but I disagree with that. And again, we were talking about it earlier in the broadcast about how uh, radio's not going anywhere. No. The, the, the uh, <clears throat> breakthroughs in radio essentially are more on our end that we see in the software we use and the, and the, the sort of technical aspect. But when it comes to terrestrial radio, yeah. it's not going anywhere. No, no. And, the, and, and I mean, the format may change. And, and um, like I say, there, there's a, some, been some great advances in the technology. But again, that's from our perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the, the I, I just, radio's not going anywhere. It's, no. it's just, I, I find it's in transition, but yeah, you're right. It's always going to be there. And you have like, even with ham radio, <laughs> people are huge in that hobby. Yeah, I didn't realize that until I got into radio. My my dad was big into that. He he to the point that I guess when you're a ham radio operator, you can have your radio ide your ID, I suppose, your tag line, whatever it is, yeah. can be your license plate. Because my dad always had a really weird license plate, yeah. and I didn't know until my, years later. My grandpa was into that. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was his, like that was his call sign. Yeah, that's what they call as, and then over people around the area or whatever can sign in and chime back, and then they just start talking. Breaker, it's breaker, the, anyone got their ears open out there? <laughs> Texas House 10 breaker, what's what going on? So, is, I have I a neighbor know. down the street who's huge into ham radio, so I got looking into it, Okay, and it's a crazy hobby where they'll find nights where the moon is at a, is at a certain position in the sky, mm -hmm. they'll bounce their radio signal off the moon to another part of the world, trying to talk to someone in, like, India, Australia, yeah. China. And, and there's when, big, um, sorry, there's big, like, Festivals or uh, venues or I don't know what venues are like gatherings. Gatherings. Yeah, you can buy yes. ham radios more in Toronto and stuff every year. My grandpa used to go to it before getting in a car accident. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, that's it's still like the ham community is crazy and it's thriving. So it, it's radio will always be there, especially and then you smaller towns to. On it. Oh, and you know yeah, what? for sure. Coming the, from the small town, and Russ can relate to this growing up in the small town of Meaford. Yeah, that's right. We <laughs> uh, we hail from the same bustling metropolis known as Gray County. Uh, it, it, it is, because up there we have three or four radio stations, like all under one company, and that's it. If one goes down, then we really, we really don't know what's going on. <laughs> so you cut off the map. Well, thanks guys for joining. Share your Thank you stories. for having us. And we have a very special guest joining us in studio, Brian Webb. Hello. Welcome, sir. Thank you. He is our station manager, our program coordinator. Brand new station manager. That is right. And you are also the lead vocals and guitar for the Constantines. That's right. Yeah. So it's very cool. You, I'm sure you haven't. Yeah, so many stories. I bet. <laughs> And, um, that was that was an incredibly fun fact that I was unaware of until just, well, within the hour. 
It's cool. Yeah, I had to drop it, drop those bombs on you there. But, of course. Um, <laughs> some I, really cool stuff. I do keep those the two sides of, of that, of my, you know, professional life. And, and it's in their own pockets, you know, a lot of the time. So it's not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds perfect. And we, we've been talking before, too, and how, like, with with bands trying to get exposure and how radio seems to be very intertwined with that. Do you have any stories of like up upcoming as, as the band mm -hmm. and um, any experiences with radio itself? I, I was, I told this story to Gunner the other day, but uh, one of the strangest uh, kind of industry, you know, showcase sort of things I was ever part of was uh, at the holiday and it was like North by Northeast and we were invited to play this, you know, opening of the the festival, and it was. It turned out we were playing like to a seated Holiday Inn room, uh, full of press, and the opening act was Johnny Rotten, uh, doing the keynote. He was the keynote speaker and was just not happy to be there at all. Oh, no. So it was <laughs> John, John. I love that imagery. That that yeah. bit, that's sort of a bit of a dichotomy right there. The yeah. the Johnny Rotten in a Holiday Inn yeah. with a seated room. Yeah, worlds collide. It was very yeah. very strange. Um, but there were all, always things like that that you end up stumbling into. And we were never a band that really made sense in a formal industry setting you know we were just a band that liked to play as much as possible so it was always a little little odd to to be doing a showcase kind of thing but it, it's fine well if you're if you enjoy playing with the people you play with then any situation ends up being fun i i <laughs> can sympathize there i mean i was in a, a several bands on and off for the better part of 15 years and we very rarely got paid or mm -hmm. i mean i mean it was usually in maybe food and fuel uh multiple forms of fuel and uh that was we were happy to get that and mm -hmm. it was just the just the sheer joy of packing up the van with you know your four best friends and 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 all the ridiculousness that ensues mm -hmm. and and meeting new people every night and um being a singer i people tended to approach me more often than mm -hmm. for example sort of our rhythm section and so i got to meet just so many incredible people over the years and that for me was was, was half of it yeah that's me as well i mean I, I think that the best thing about making music was the the connecting with with people and feeling like you're part of a a community that goes beyond regionality or anything like that and you know I was just out at Sappy Fest in Sackville New Brunswick which is one of my favorite festivals in the country and it's it's a really artist focused uh, you know artist forward kind of festival rather than an industry festival and um, just being able to to connect with that kind of environment where people are doing things creatively above money making you know is is what fulfills me yeah, just just connecting with that kind of thing. well and it tends to drive the best creative forces yeah that, that you have at your disposal i mean as when 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 financial gain is not is not the forward focus yeah exactly for sure yeah and it seems perfectly fitting that you fall into radio mm. where it's like all local based a lot of it where you know you're we're able to showcase some like hamilton based bands on the station here yeah and um i just had one more question with uh so you getting into music um, some odd years back, things seem to be changing, especially with radio. And now that we have like music at the at the tip of our, tip of our fingers, yeah, streaming stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any any words to say about like bands trying to get exposure now versus your time when you got when you guys were up and coming? I I mean I I know it it is harder now for sure to you know even get 
get paid for the product of your your labor and i, I think that that's unfortunate i, I really i think it, the only advice i can offer is is tied into what we were just talking about which is connect with people get out and and meet people whose work you appreciate or who are doing things in a way that you identify with um, and to help create that community for yourself or, or connect with that community for yourself because one that'll be the most fulfilling thing but two that's going to be those are going to be the people that that help you do what you want to do so um, I, that's it, that's been true all along. I think it's just maybe it's more true now than ever to uh, to pursue that that yeah. kind of connectivity. And I, I understand we are a little pressed for time, but being that you are our illustrious guest, I think we can <laughs> spare a few seconds. I have one more quick question for sure, you. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there are a lot of artists that are worried about, um, get, like you say, getting paid for their work. Mm -hmm. um, but I, the flip side of that is I feel that a lot of bands maybe have be had become a little complacent and and had sort of they ne they would only tour when they had to mm -hmm. now because i feel like a lot of musicians are having to hit the road mm -hmm. properly like mm -hmm. they like they did in their earlier the earlier part of their career right. but because of the access to their music all over the place and it's so easy to get with that and the, and the artist not seeing any residuals or anything from that mm -hmm. uh or compensation whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. but um i feel like it has reignited a spark in in the the touring element yeah you music. have to do it really yeah. it's being visible and and that's the only thing that may set you apart from from everybody else who's making records you know yeah making, making recordings um yeah i mean all that said the last thing i'll do just as the station manager uh is say you know if your band in town an artist in town making music of any kind please do reach out to us um and if you are people putting on shows uh in the hamilton area please get in contact because we want to uh, be a hub for that and to help with that connectivity that we've been talking about. So you can go to the the Hawk website, 1015 The Hawk, um, and there's contact information there for myself and, and uh, the music uh, department as well. So just reach out, please get in contact, uh, give us a call if you like as well, um, and help us help you connect with your community. Love it. That's awesome. And that's what I love about the station is the community. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for doing the show. And I look forward to, to spending the next year with you basically as our mentor. Right yeah, on. Yeah, it should be, <laughs> should be fun. I'm Dylan Moore. Hi, I'm Mr. Russell Maripovell. And it's 2 o'clock, which means we're ending our show now. Yes, unfortunately, we have to leave you. I would leave you. No, there, will, there will be no more of the sweet, sultry sounds of our voice for the rest of the day. However, for the day. For the day. We might be back. Yeah, in we're a couple days. Not, yeah, we're not going. In, we're not going anywhere indefinitely. But for today, we will have to sign off. I would just personally like to take a moment to thank all of our guests that popped in this afternoon. Uh, we got to hear from some first-year students on their way in, some second-year students who are a little bit younger, some of the old gray hairs like myself, <laughs> as well as our uh, incredible uh, new program manager, uh, Mr. Brian Webb. So yeah. we really want to thank everyone for coming on board. That's right. It was a lot of fun today. And um, we'll be back. We'll be back in a few days. We might have some more guest spots because this was something that I truly enjoyed. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll, we'll definitely be sticking to a format of these sorts. And we will be back with some more stuff yeah <laughs> things we'll figure it out and hopefully you're there with us for the ride campus conversations is hosted by myself dylan moore and russell merritt bovell our guests for this episode were eric anthony jason beharial 
Colin Sterling, Alex Aberdeen, and Brian Webb. Campus Conversations is recorded on 101.5 The Hawk, located at Mohawk College. And I would like to thank everyone who joined us today. If you would like to be on the show, you can reach us at campus.convo1 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.